Depositions of Ohio's top elected officials shed new light on their failure to produce fair legislative maps. Ohio lawmakers have created a path for distressed school districts to break free of state control. And the Ohio Health Department comes to the rescue of parents who were forced to sit home with school students who were quarantined because of coronavirus exposure. It's the Wake Up Morning News Briefing from Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer for Tuesday, October 26th. I'm the editor, Chris Quinn. Ohio's controversial new legislative maps were drawn by legislative Republican staffers with oversight from Senate President Matt Huffman and House Speaker Bob Cupp, but with little input from anyone else on the seven-member Ohio Redistricting Commission. That's according to a flurry of depositions filed in three redistricting lawsuits. Legislative staffers worked long hours in state offices in downtown Columbus, hurriedly redrawing lines that preserve a 60%-plus Republican supermajority in both the House and the Senate. Huffman and Cup waited in vain for Democrats to budge from their position that the legislature's partisan makeup should reflect recent statewide election results, as the Ohio Constitution requires. And other statewide officials on the commission complained of feeling shut out from the process altogether. The deposition transcripts, which run hundreds of pages in total, provide new behind-the-scenes details about how Ohio's new redistricting process meant to promote collaboration and bipartisanship in practice devolved into a situation similar to Ohio's much-criticized old redistricting process where a handful of politicians and staff pushed through new maps with limited outside input. Ohio lawmakers have created a path for distressed school districts to get clear of state control that education experts say is realistic. Three districts, Lorraine, East Cleveland, and Youngstown, are under state control now because of low standardized test scores. District report card grades have largely stayed the same, even with the state in charge. Previously, districts could get clear of state control with an overall grade of C on the report card, following two or more years above an F. In the new plan, districts seek state approval for a three-year improvement plan, and if they hit a majority of benchmarks after three years, they are free of state control. All three districts submitted their plans earlier this month. With more and more parents having to sit home with their school-aged children in quarantine following COVID exposure, the Ohio Department of Health announced new quarantine guidelines on Monday. They call it masks to stay and tests to play. It allows children who are exposed to the coronavirus to stay in school unless they show signs of the illness or test positive for it. Laura Hancock reports the guidelines are not orders, but the goal would be less time parents would have to stay at home with their children. The new guidelines generally involve mask wearing in school, on buses, in locker rooms, and elsewhere, along with testing. Heading into Tuesday's election, new leadership is a certainty in four of Cuyahoga County's 22 mayor's races, including in Cleveland Heights, where residents are electing their first mayor in the city's 100-year history. 
But residents in a bunch of cities have choices that could result in more new mayors being elected. Beachwood, Bedford, Parma Heights, Richmond Heights, North Olmsted, Cuyahoga Heights, Garfield Heights, and East Cleveland are among the cities with mayor's races. Reporters Caitlin Durbin and Cameron Fields preview the suburban mayoral races on Cleveland.com. Election Day is one week from today. Case Western Reserve University has received a $16 million five-year federal grant to launch a multi-institutional research effort to understand the relationship between substance abuse and HIV. The Case Western Reserve University Center for Excellence on the Impact of Substance Use on HIV will be established at the School of Medicine as a resource for researchers locally and across the country. The money comes from the National Institutes of Health. The use of cocaine, opioids, methamphetamines, and other stimulants is the second most common cause of exposure to HIV among Americans diagnosed with the virus that causes AIDS. Partners in the collaboration include MetroHealth, the Cleveland Clinic, University Hospitals, and the Cleveland VA Hospital. Thanks for listening to The Wake Up from Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer. 